Coming up on TMS, Mute Kumpf. Sleeping naked on a pile of triples. Three out of five open robes. Oh, how did that happen? Shug Nightlight. Kid and Play-Doh. Quarter Pounder in a toga. Ice Rubik's Cube. The future is not free of bullies. Feet and cocky. Cocky and feet. Mmm. Cry away your sorrows and some pouty boobs. <laughs> Major spoilers. <laughs> Trek nerd and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I remember receiving my first letter from my son a few years back. Scribbled on it were the words, I love you. I was so happy, I cried. Don't want to offend nobody. The Morning Stream. Ah, that screwed up. Hold on. The Morning Stream. Ah. You're soaking in it. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> That's just fine. We'll just let that play. That's fine. It's Monday. It's the first official Monday of 2020, and I effed that up. Woo! You 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 Mondayed that one is what you did. I did. Uh, but yeah, welcome to the first Monday of 2020, everybody. 2020's first Monday. How will right. you celebrate the first Monday of 2020, Brian? Uh, you know, just kind of being glad that the uh, that we're done with the holidays. Holidays are over. For yeah. Right now. No more midweek switcherooski day off this and that and trying to get back on track the day after and all that business it's uh you know back, uh, time to time to put my nose against the grindstone again and um remove a, a good chunk of skin that's right it's uh back to life back to reality that's right uh, Boy, soul to soul said it best they soul really I, I soul yes they surely did uh, why do I? I always mix them. Up. I mix them up with kid and play for some reason, and I don't know why. Oh yeah, don't don't mix them up with kid and play because uh, <laughs> Soul to Soul had uh, female singers, kid and play, two dudes, one yeah. with a haircut that looked like uh, you have a a clog in your fuzzy pumper barbershop set from Play-Doh. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was like a, a Marge Simpson cosplay he had going there. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Anyway, uh, we're back. We're here. We're doing it. We got a show to make, and you guys are here with us. Thank you for joining us, those that are here live. If you're not live and you're at home, we like you just as much. It's uh, great to have you here as well. So maybe even a little more. I'd like to. I'd like. Yeah, maybe a tiny, <laughs> teeny, tiny bit more. Maybe just. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, so I have a weird thing to tell you. So I'm playing the uh, playing the modern warfare. Okay. okay. A little bit right. here and there, you know. I'm not very good at yeah. it, but I I enjoy sure. a shooter, and that game's pretty good. And they've they've really, uh, you know, made a made a great one of those. Probably the best it's been in, you know, since the beginning of this series. And uh, uh, I got it on the cheap, got it on sale. So I thought, well, hey, let's give that a swing. So I've been playing that off and on. And normally, when I get into a match, I uh, I mute the team I'm in. Because I don't want to hear this combination. Oh, it's all cross-platform now. So there's a mix of oh. PC players, Xbox players, PlayStation players. They're all in there. Players, yeah. And you can and I'm tell. sure everyone is as friendly and pleasant and cheerful, uh, cooperative. Well, most of the time uh, they, they don't. each other on. Most you know, of the time uh, they don't say anything, which is nice. They're all pretty quiet. Yeah. But mm -hmm. sometimes their mics are open and you're hearing, like, I don't know, their mumble rap in the background or whatever's going on. Or their mom yelling <laughs> at them. <laughs> you know, it's the tale as old as time. It's not the not the newest yeah. idea. But here's the thing: you see all their little icons, and it says who's on who's on what platform. It tells you uh, that mm -hmm. these guys are all on BattleNet, and these guys are all on PlayStation, and so forth. Uh, no big deal. But one of them who was on an Xbox 
uh, before I muted everybody, and they have a convenient F. You just hit the F key to mute all. It's great. You just get into the match. First thing I do is hit F. Also seems appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the F up is yeah. basically what that key is. Yes. Yeah. It's like F off. Uh, right. So I get in there and I hadn't hit F yet. Nobody else is talking, but this one dude is lighting up on his Xbox thing. We're still in the lobby getting ready for the main game. Mm-hmm. And I get curious because he's reading something. I can tell. And okay. as I listen along, I realize that he is reading chapters from the translated to English version of Mein Kampf by Adolf Hitler. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he's going, the people will, he's not doing it in an accent, but I, I can't right. think of it. Oh, I was really way. hoping he'd do it like Taiko Atiti or something <laughs> from Jojo Rabbit. Like that would be the best part. <laughs> he didn't do that, but he, you, but he was. You got right. to me as your friend. <laughs> and, the, and the only reason I know this was Mein Kampf is A, it sounded like something like that, but also he, he would pause occasionally and say, I'm reading Mein Kampf. And then he would continue on <laughs> and he would just keep reading great. it. And this guy was maybe oh, great. He was probably, I don't know. He sounded younger than 18 to me. Yeah. I, I don't know. for Yeah. Sure. That seems like a younger than 18 trolley thing to do. So I let that go for a while because I was just curious to see where it went and to see how long he would stick with the bit because he can't tell when he's been muted. Uh, it's like Twitter that way. You you don't know you've been muted, so you're screaming at a cloud, and nobody and nobody can hear you because you've been muted, right? So yeah. I can only imagine that everybody else in that group had muted him long before I did. Uh, but by the time I eventually did, he was still going, so I muted him. We played the game, we had a match, it was great, had fun, all of it ended. We're in like the post game, and I'm like, I'm curious, want to know if this guy's still reading Mind Comp. Yeah. So right. I unmute. And as soon as I do, and the power of the people. will <laughs> So he may have, maybe it was a recording. Uh, maybe it wasn't him doing it live. I don't know, but he was still reading Mein Kampf. So. See, and that's the thing. I mean, how do you pay attention to the game itself when you're, when you're reading that? You're, you know, your, your eyes are clearly on uh, a PDF of <laughs> Mein Kampf as you're, <laughs> As your opponent noobs. Yeah. I mean, in my head, my head, he's probably not. Well, okay. That's the other thing is he didn't do great on the score, like the scoreboard. He wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't the worst, but he wasn't, he was somewhere in the middle. So maybe that mm-hmm. was distracting him. And normally he would pwn noobs, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, you should have uh, countered with uh, good night, moon, good night, balloon, <laughs> good night, cow jumping over the moon, good night, <laughs> See, I wonder if he had everyone else muted, oh, maybe. so that he could probably do his that thing. would be the you know the even trollier thing to do because right. then he wouldn't get. And the only reason Jeremy's like Jeremy's like, well, how do you know it wasn't just like an audiobook playing? Because it sounded like somebody on a on a crappy headset mic, and he sounded super young and not a good reader. Plus, plus the audiobook doesn't occasionally stop and say, "I'm reading Mein Kampf." Or yeah, Kampf. exactly. Yes, there you go. <laughs> that would be a terrible audiobook. Imagine you're reading like I Harry don't know. Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> I'm reading Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would get me off of audiobooks forever if that was a thing. <laughs> All right, so you saw a movie? Tell me about it. I 
said, uh, I saw the movie Bombshell. Yes, the movie Bombshell, oh, starring bombshell. Margot Robbie, Charlize Theron, and a ghoul with a plastic mask uh, named Nicole Kidman. Just kidding. Oh, uh, no, she. <laughs> she's had some work. They had to do. They had to do a little. Well, she's had some work done. Plus, they had to do a little bit to make her look like Gretchen Carlson. Mm. Um, this was good. It was um, funnier. It's surprisingly lighthearted in places for for what it is. I mean, basically, this is the the whole Fox News Roger Ailes um, pseudo biopic with Megyn Kelly, Gretchen Carlson, um, the the whole uh, lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's okay. You know, it was one that was early, an early contender for a. Um, a best picture nominee. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be among the ten if they do ten. Um, however, mm. Charlize Theron is so good as Megan Kelly. It is unbelievable. It, it, and I'm saying this completely truthfully. We sat down. House lights went down. Previews. Blah blah blah. Get your can and your popcorn at AMC theaters. Blah 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 blah. Um, and Megan Kelly's the first character you hear from. She narrates most of the movie. Mm. Uh, or, or Charlize Theron is Megan Kelly narrates most of the movie, and she's the first face you see. Mm-hmm. And we had forgotten who was in this, and she does such a great job as Megan Kelly, and and they do such a great job with makeup. She does a great job of changing her voice mm-hmm. to where we forgot it was Charlize Theron at the beginning of the movie. Both Tina wow. and I like talking about how great she did in that. Did she did she wipe soot on her forehead and have a robot arm? Did that happen? No. Okay. What? Mad Max Fury oh, Road. Oh, oh, Mad Max Fury Road. That's an okay. easy one. That's an easy one. I, I don't. I was even thinking about that at the beginning of this, talking about Furiosa, and, <laughs> and uh, completely that one completely sailed right by me. Jeez. You know my favorite anyway. Charlize Theron role ever. So it's only my favorite thing she's ever done. But anyway, yeah, she even you know, looks like. I wish her I could this. have trolled you. Actually, I wish I was doing that on purpose, and I even said, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> but but that really. I guess it's axle grease, not uh, it's not soot. Soot, yeah. No, she's not Ash Wednesday. She's not. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> they didn't come from the flu. She got it from the car. Anyway, right. she she even looks like her. It's freaky. She does well in this movie. They do such a great job with makeup, and and she drops her voice down a little bit to sound a little bit more like Megan Kelly and does some of those those vocal inflections. She does an amazing job. Like she. She should get a Best Actress nomination for this. And I think she did in the Golden Globes last night. Didn't win, but um, she should have uh, She should have won. Uh, I can't remember, actually. We Here's my here's my uh, re- quick review, by the way, of uh, the Golden Globes last night. Yeah. <laughs> we watched, uh, basically, we watched Dolomite, which was fantastic. Oh, Such a great it's movie. so good. I love uh, Dolomite. And then, we, and then basically we just kind of fast-forwarded through the Golden Globes, which is the only way to watch. You watch Ricky Gervais tear up, uh, uh, tear up people in the monologue, which was even, it's like, it was a, it was like a barbed wire fence, right? Mm. It was like long stretches of like, eh, okay. And then something really sharp, but mm. then kind of, uh, it wasn't like a consistent yeah. ripping on people. It was, it was, uh, the occasional zinger. I think it was one of my favorite ones was he was talking about, um, Scorsese's, uh, um, complaints about Marvel movies not being cinema and saying that it's more like a theme park ride. And Ricky Gervais says, I don't know what you're talking about with theme parks. I imagine when you go to theme parks, you're not tall enough to ride anything. 
He is. And they a cut to him in the yeah. audience. They cut to him in the audience. He's going. It's true. It's true. He's yeah. a tiny <laughs> little guy. He's a little tiny man. Yeah. yeah but, uh, so how? Anyway, yeah, so to, was... tell me how John Lithgow is as Roger Ailes. Oh, he's great, and yeah. um, he's boy. I mean, they they. I guess he just kept some of the. Uh, the Winston Churchill uh, <laughs> prosthetics and makeup from the crown. Cause um, no, he's, he's really, really good in this. Mm. Um, That's great. Uh, he's I like great. him. Uh, Margot Robbie is always great. Um, Kate McKinnon, surprisingly really, really good. And I think it's because the last couple movies she was in, she played such an over the top version of herself um, or version of, of characters that she played. I think yesterday she was in, and she mm-hmm. played a record producer uh, for the dude who's the only dude who remembers the Beatles. Oh, right. Uh, that's, and, uh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And she played like a really smarmy record exec that was so cartoonish that it kind of took you out of the movie a little bit. Mm. But in this one, she's really, really good. I like, I like her in a role that's a little less wacky, you know? Yeah, for sure. She's, cause she, she can do her wacky. She's got Saturday Night Live to do all of her wacky. And then mm-hmm. uh, movies, she's, uh, you know, let her be the unwacky. It's quite well, the Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters kind of called for her to be wacky. Oh yeah, though. she had to be wacky. In that there's a pretty good yeah. cast in here, though. You got like uh, Allison Janney, Malcolm McDowell. Oh yeah, no, it's Tony amazing. Britton. You see people pop in for like two lines and then leave. It's 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 uh, it is a. It's like everybody said, oh yeah, I want to be part of that, even if it's just for two lines or you know mm-hmm. one scene. That's fine. Um, Allison Jenny throws a Brooklyn accent that's almost a little bit uh, distracting. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. She was normally in, uh, she's fantastic in everything, but this was a little. She was in that yeah. ice skater broke my leg uh, movie with uh, Margot Robbie last year. Remember that or year before? Yes. Yeah, she played the mom. Yeah, uh, she was amazing. The in Nancy that. Kerrigan, uh, the Tanya Hart, I Tanya. I Tanya. That, that was a great movie. Yeah. Holy crap! That, that was, was really really good. Uh, so I see that Stephen Root, my favorite, one of my favorite all time, uh, character actors of all time is mm-hmm. in this. That's mm-hmm. great. Is it a role of Steven, any note? It's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good role. He plays one of the lawyers that works with Megan Kelly. The other lawyer is played by the woman who, who was, um, in Deadwood as, um, oh, Calamity Robin Jane. Yeah. Uh, Robin Wailgert. Yes. Yes, uh, that's is that her exactly name? Who it is. Oh, she's really good Robin too. Something, yeah. yeah, yeah. She was the two of them were really good. Um, you know, a lot of good performances, but meh, kind of a, I don't know, kind of a. Did it blow the lid off the scandal, Brian? I don't think it did. I think it, it felt a little toothless. Oh. Really, I mean, uh, it was it was good. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm still talking about Parasite and. Knives Out and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, did you get the um, good Knives Out news? Did you hear about this? Yes, that uh, sequel in the works, and it's the kind of sequel I want. Yep. We don't care about that family anymore. Let's follow Daniel Craig's uh, yeah. Southern detective, his, his uh, Colonel Sanders detective. <laughs> yep, he goes to another, a new uh, place, case. new case, new people. I'm loving it. Love that I idea. Think it's great. They totally, should make that totally a that. they should make that a long running multiple uh, movie series. I would. He love needs that. he needs a franchise now that he's because uh, this is his last Bond movie, right? Yep. No he, time to die. That's what he says. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, this would be a yep. fun. This would be a fun uh, direction for him, and I would be all for it. So sign me. They up. Uh, they took his wife out of her hyperbaric chamber to have her do announce a category or or do something at the Golden Globes last night. Oh. That woman. Uh, 
I swear to God, between appearances, she must be encased in amber or something because she is preserved perfectly. Oh wow, Rachel Vice. She's uh, she is one of those people that just never, yeah, looks never bad ages. ever. She just is an amazing looking human being. She really. I is. like her a lot. Um, all right. Well, uh, so give me a grade here. What would you? Give I give it, it uh, three open robes out of five. Oh. <laughs> I guess Weinstein was one with the open robe. Uh, three uh, unzipped flies out of five. Isn't Weinstein's <laughs> Weinstein's trials this week? Right? Doesn't it start it this is. week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna get gnarly. So he's so he's trotted out the walker for sympathy. Uh, you know, they, they we've seen him walking around with maybe a cane or something in the last few weeks, but now for the trial, he's he's carrying a walker. He's yeah. got to do the walker. May as well be in a bed. Hey, what happened to uh, uh, somebody? Everybody was all mad on Twitter, and I didn't know why, and I didn't really pay much attention to what was going on, but I saw a lot of anger at Tarantino. What did he do that made everybody so mad? Oh, I don't know. I mean, he he won for... Um, script, director? right? Director? That was script, yeah, original for, script or something? Oh, screenwriter, that's right. Original script for uh, Once Upon a Time, and then he had his producer come out and... Um, like he got up on stage with the cast, and then he he told his producer a few seconds before they got up there that uh, he was going to give the speech. The producer was instead of him. Oh. So the producer's like, "Oh, okay. Well, uh, you know, unpredictable Quentin Tarantino is always telling me just a few seconds before we come up here that I'm giving the speech. So, uh, thank you to this person. Thank you to that person. Wow. Oh, and he and he and in the that's right. And the uh, I guess that was in he was up on stage a couple times, and it was the. The screenwriter one where he got up and said, well, you know, usually you share this this prize with people you write the script with. But I sat in a room by myself and uh, wrote this uh, myself. So thank me. <laughs> so that's why people are mad. That's no big deal. That's why people are mad. It's no big deal at all. It was funny. It was. Uh, so what if he did? Well, so if he did that, then he did that. What's the I don't understand right, why that's a problem. Right. I See, an essential tremor says he said most times he's the one responsible for a film being good. I don't think. That's that is a way you can interpret what he said, but I don't think that's what he meant. I think it's just, well, oh. sometimes you share the script writing with somebody else, and this time, or for for most of my films, that's the case. So I usually thank myself. Well, but. also, if people are concerned that Tarantino's a little cocky, I got bad news for you. Tarantino's a lot cocky. That's just that's yeah, that's who he, exactly. who he is. So I don't know why I'm cocky and I like feet. I don't know. <laughs> cocky and I like feet. Feet and cocky. Cocky and feet. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, all right. Uh, good job. Brian's doing the dirty work so we don't have to see in movies right. telling us what tonight, we think. Uh, tonight, Tina and I have our stupid hooks in uh, to the friggin' Bachelor. <laughs> oh, we got We got on that stupid train last season with the Bachelorette when we watched that train wreck. And one of the people from the Bachelorette, one of the runners up, is the new Bachelor. And so we're we're hooked into that garbage, too. We'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. I mean, you, or, is we, that early? I don't know where that is in its season, is it? Oh, tonight's the premiere. Oh. Tonight's basically tonight is the train wreck night because it's the night where um, the bachelor stands out front of the villa while limousine after limousine drops people off who come and introduce themselves but try their hardest to make the absolute worst first impression that they possibly can. Oh, I feel like we're humanity will be most harshly judged based on this show. <laughs> yeah, we're not sticking copies of The Bachelor in the uh, the Pioneer spacecraft when we send it out to explore for intelligent life in the universe. We better not. When we wipe ourselves out, that'll be a f great find for aliens one day to find a, <laughs> an old DVD. Well, they found their mates by television programs, apparently. Fascinating. Yeah, we're 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 
our reality television is uh, not great. Yeah, and it's taken us to some weird places, if you know what I mean. All right. Uh, oh, whatever, Daryl. He's in the chat room giving me a hard time. Oh, why is Daryl giving you a hard time? What's his deal? Because he's giving me a hard time because I watched The Bachelor. Oh, well, you know, he's... Whatever. Whatever. Look, we all have our trashy thing that we like, okay? Yeah, you watched the Star Trek animated series, so you can't you can't complain. You yeah, can't Daryl. That thing's real trashy. Also, <laughs> I watched all three seasons, well, the original three seasons of... Uh, uh, the the what uh, uh, Jersey Shore that was terrible. What was I doing? Oh, see, yeah, we've all got our skeleton television programs in our closet. Yeah, that's on. That's my point. Like we've all got it. Daryl's got his. I don't know what it is. God, I'll tell you this though. You you told me about uh, season three of the Expanse, kind of slowing down a little bit, mm-hmm. being kind of a lull. So far, I haven't found it. I'm in episode four or five, and I am loving this season. Not so much a slowdown. I think it's just an issue. Well from what people tell me because i'm not there either i've i gotta catch up oh. you're now further than me oh, um, wow. okay. but what I, but people told me is that compared to season four season three seems slow but i guess you wouldn't know that till you see four so I, yeah maybe that's the case four, okay. four is apparently no. a hell of a thing so from everything i'm hearing uh daryl sleeps at night naked in a pile of tribbles he has no room to talk that's <laughs> that's right uh he'll be on later no, to defend only four that. tribbles he'll defend that later it'll be fine all right, uh, we're going to get Dunaway all up in it. We're going to let you guys try to win some prizes. It's Battle Royale Monday. That's right. And uh, that never hurt nobody. So let's do that. Here's your here's your theme. All right, everybody, tuck in. It's time for us to play Battle Royale with our good buddy, Brian Dunaway. Hello, Brian. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. We Hello. missed you this weekend. How are you? Tuck in. Tuck in's the last thing I want to do on the first real Monday of the year. It's the it's true. I want to I want to strip off and run. Oh, okay. Well, you're uh, so you're back at it. Your life's all back to the normal routine now. Are you feeling all right? You feeling good but, about the year? Hold on. Tell me. You said it's the first real Monday of the year. Have there been not real Mondays? Uh, so yeah, far, this, it, the, well, yeah, you could pretend like you know, like last, I guess, because I well, I had to go back to work, so it's like a oh, kind of like the, the day after New Year's Day, right? You haven't been at work, so okay, we I all gotcha. and we all walk around and joke, "Hey, it's the Monday of the week." Ha ha ha! Mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay. I don't right. like it either. <laughs> I'm with you. It's lame. Right. It's uh, lame. If y'all want to call in, it's uh, you're welcome to. Oh, I think we may have one. Nope, it, I missed it barely. Sorry, whoever that was. Try again. That was my bad. I didn't realize you were already calling. I wasn't on that tab. Uh, anyway, we'll take the second caller. Second caller to play Battle Royale. Yeah, that's right. Whoever's second, you get in. Uh, oh, here we go. Here's second. Uh, we're going to pick this call up, find out who we've got, and see who it is. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Slucko. Uh, Michael. Oh, hello, Slucko slash Michael. How are you? I'm doing good. Oh, that's fantastic! Very quiet today. Very quiet and muffled. Are you? Uh, are you? Are you far away from your phone? Uh, are no, you in church? just uh, the AirPods. I guess they are. Uh, oh, they no. may not be picking it up great. Who knows? Do y'all call them AirPods because that's the name of them? My fiance calls them earpods. <laughs> earpods? What? Earpods. 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 Off brand? An off-brand? No, off-brand? no. no. She, she, she just can't get it in her head. I've told her like I'm like. I'm like, and she always talks to it. 
she always talks to a 12 year old and says, don't forget your ear pods. And I'm like, Oh baby, yeah. don't do that. It's not ear pods. You're killing her right now. She's 12. Air no, but pods. I, but I do hate the fact that the new version is AirPods pro. Like you have to pluralize the AirPods right. and singular, the pro you can't go AirPod pros, AirPods pro, <laughs> AirPods, is it AirPod pros? No, AirPods pro. AirPods Pro. Yeah, it's AirPods Pro. That's the ones I actually have now. That's I lost a... my AirPods. AirPods Pro. Oh, do you? Okay, let me ask you a question, Slucko. I'm glad. I'm glad you're here because do you? Uh, I've been. I was super on the fence about the pros because I'm not really big on the whole silicone tip thing. I'm not into the oh. uh, that with other ear, earbuds and stuff. And I know the pros are all based around the the little you know tips that and they have different sizes depending on the size of your ears. Do you like those yeah. in there? Honestly, I uh, tried the first one out of the box without even changing sizes, and it fit perfectly. And the fact is, most of my job is working in sports stadiums. In fact, I got crew to work for the Super Bowl coming up oh, to cool. do that sky nice. can. So it blocks out most of the sound for me. That's cool, it man. Is, Super it Bowl. is amazing. I've got them as well. And um, I, I tried the first size out of the box. Um, it was fine, but I went ahead and tried the other sizes to see if I liked them better. And they even have a little tool, a little app that you run as part of your audio on your phone to test the fit. To make sure you got says, a great oh, feel on your ears. Exactly, yeah. It's like, oh, I can still hear some outside noise. But the transparency and noise cancellation is the, the big selling point for me. Yeah. Because uh, when Tina's talking... And you know, I see her. I see her lips moving. I can turn on that noise cancellation, and it's like she's not even. There. Yeah, it's like she's not there. I like that <laughs> idea. So, uh, by the way, great weekend to hate the Patriots. All right, let's uh, let's yeah! get into it. <laughs> just right. thought I'd throw that little dig in there. Yeah, just stick gotta, it in there. Why would you kick Tom Brady when he's down? Come well, on. look, he's fine. Trust me, he'll be just fine. He'll go home and cry his tears away in Giselle's right. pouty in boobs. In a gold pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, hey, Tom Brady, you're, you just lost the game. Is this going to be your final one? Are you retiring? Shut up. Yeah, he said no. He says he's going to just keep going in perpetuity, so we'll see how that goes for him. Sure. All right, uh, Brian, let's uh, give the rules and our topic and see what we can win for Slucko here today. Sure. Uh, so here's the deal, Slucko. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. The two of them are going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer the win is going to go to the other player your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on today's topic today you're playing for a couple of games from steam anomaly war zone earth and and monaco what's yours is mine (laughs) i don't know if that's a gambling or racing game because both things are very popular in monaco oh that's a uh it's a stealth um uh stealth multiplayer thing where you're trying to steal each other's stuff I think. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it's the whole what's yours is mine part of it. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I think so. I, I, I think like I have that, that game, but it's been a while. Anyway. Very cool. It's good. Uh, all right, so let me give the guys their topic, and then you can decide who you want to start and who you think is going to win. This one comes to us from TMS Mashup's Jamie. Uh, he has compiled a list of the best-selling game for each year from 2000 to 2019. So the best-selling game... Uh, the number one selling game, not the most. Well, I guess it'd be the most popular, right? Is that how you well quantify yeah, that? Yeah, you could probably you could gain you, you could work on your guess by looking at what's popular, probably like and come right, up with the same exactly. answer. What was? Um, give me the years again. They're the year. When is it? Two thousand to twenty nineteen. Okay, so all one 19 game years. for every year that that uh, sailed above the rest. 
um, I want you to name uh, each each uh, each year's most popular game. But here's the deal: I will give you <laughs> one mulligan each because this is this could be a tricky list. So, okay, it's uh, tricky to rock. <laughs> oh, sorry, <David. laughs> um, all right, I'm uh, feel pretty good about this. We'll see all how right. it goes. So, Slucko, <laughs> who do you think is going to win this, and who would you like to go first? Um, both of you guys uh, host the Boop Show, but I'm Boop. I'm going to take Brian to start and Scott to win. Okay, Brian to start, Scott to win. I like those odds. Very good. Uh, All right. Go ahead, Brian. And Brian, give mm. me your first game. Okay. I am going to go... And only because I played it, uh, because I saw it at the Red Box the other day, and this is the first time I really played one of these, and it seems like it did really big that year. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops. Call of Duty Black Ops, the number one game for 2010. Mm. Very good. 2010. Mm. Yeah. 2010. Oh, wow, was it that early? Yeah, it was that early. Yeah, ten, All right. ten years ago. Off to the races, um, and Scott. I guess Call of Duty Modern, the Modern Warfare iterations of Call of Duty were only four years old at that point, or three years old. That's crazy. Um, all right. Um, uh, oh, geez. Um, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Ooh. Grand Theft Auto Five, 2013's number one game. Very good. Still, still on the top ten of most sales lists every month. It's crazy. That wow. Game just, still, still selling. Yeah. That well. That That's game awesome. is just a, it prints money for those guys. It's nuts. Wow. All right, well, we right, might as well stay over there a rock star. I, I, I didn't, Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2, 2018's biggest game. Very good. All right. I remember uh, that because I got I got all kind of smacked off because I went with something else to say, whatever. I, I know, exactly. I keep trying to come up with something else to say about it. Yes, uh, <laughs> that's a good one to say because it's correct. Uh, that is a good one. Yes, sir. Yes. Um... So my memory is that Modern Warfare, 2004's Call of Duty Modern Warfare did not win that year's, uh, t- you know, best sales. And it was a, it was kind of a shock to me, but the follow-up did, and I don't remember what year it was, but Modern Warfare 2 has to be on that list. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, 2009's game of the year, or best game, or highest-selling mm-hmm. game. All right. Very good. All right. There's like a million games going through my head right now. I know. Mm-hmm. It's also hard because I can. I'm thinking of a lot of platform games that probably exactly. And I keep wanting to. I keep wanting to veer back over to Nintendo's way, but I know that's. If anything happened there, it'll probably be before 2000. Yeah. Kind of. Um, they they own. Nobody's the 90s. picking Wii Sports. No, 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 sports no on this and that would and it would it would be considered part of the console. I've gotten, yeah, I've gotten, a... yeah, I've gotten fooled by that one before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, this seems like it'd be such an easy question, but it's really not. It's uh, <laughs> oh boy. I want to say God of War, but I know that's not it because we've already nailed that year. Mm-hmm. Think of the big, bombastic, multi-platform hits. Right. Well, it always ends up being like Call of Duty, right? I mean, uh, how about 
How's about? How's about? How's about? Oh, Lady Crenshaw. Um, <laughs> man, which and see, I went listening to Scott when he was talking. He had mentioned a couple of Call of Duties, but then he did. He went with a different one, so he said the words. Mm. You know which mm. ones I said. Oh mm. man, tough. That was an interesting uh, strategy. Mm. <laughs> talking, 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 screwed right. me up. Yep. Boy, you've got right, a. I'm taking uh, too long. I'm taking too stall, long. What's that? Stall technique simulator uh, is not right. The, uh, is it? Is it working? Is it working? <laughs> Remember, you I'm have a mulligan. I'm gonna go with. Uh, if you bomb, you, you, you got a mulligan. If you fart with one out of these. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Oh, why am I so worried then? Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, Madden NFL. <laughs> but uh, then, but then, then Ibis gonna ask me what year. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Do 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 do. The 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 <laughs> third one. What year? <laughs> the third one. <laughs> no, the, the, the third titles, one. Is it? The titles do, do, do contain do, do, years. Do, 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 oh yeah. Do, yeah, they have do, years on them, so you want to do a yep. year one. See, I, for some reason, I remember 2007. I probably just probably not right, but I'm gonna Madden go with NFL 2007. 2007, the number yep. one selling game for 2007. Is it really Very good? Yes. Holy crap! There's no way. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Wait, yes, did you say that was the highest selling game for oh for 2006? For 2006, yes. okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, because it's always the next year. Oh, that wow. makes sense. Okay. Um. Wow, you leaked that one out. Well, I'll I'll stay. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go off the. No, I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna stay in the Call of Duty here for a minute. Uh, I think Modern Warfare Three also was a big one for the year it came out. Indeed, it was. 2011 Call of Duty Modern Modern Warfare Three was uh, the biggest game of of the year. All right. Very good. Mm. I'm going to go with uh Now this is this is US sales, right? Not worldwide sales or is it worldwide uh, sales as well? That's a good question. Let me pull up the source. It's probably My worldwide. kids were playing the crap. They were playing the crap, were they? They, they were, were playing, playing the crap. The crap. Uh -huh. They were playing the crap. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh -huh. How, was that? How was that? It was. It was crap, really good. Crap Simulator 2010. Yeah. Right. Well, I was trying uh -huh. to go with it. I was thinking another sports one, so I was gonna say uh, something. I want to say like oh, we everybody had FIFA 17, I think, is what we all had. Did we? And at this point, I'm just I'm just going by the people I knew who had. So FIFA 17. FIFA 17. Nope. All right. Did you have any more, Scott? You wanted to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he has. That's his mulligan, right? I have the mulligan, that, right? Mulligan. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you get it. You get another uh, shot, really quick. Okay. Then I'm going with Madden 2012. <laughs> <laughs> are, you going, are you really going with Madden 2012? 2012. I don't know. Yeah, 2012. Madden okay. 2012. Good, very good. Okay, no, that's not on the list either. No! <laughs> if I had to guess, let me. Can I make a guess about basically from probably Modern Warfare Two on, mm -hmm. with the exception of Grand Theft Auto Five, it's probably almost entirely Call of Duty sequels, like Advanced Warfare, Black Ops Three, Infinite Warfare, all that stuff, right? It is. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. The only two breaks in that chain are Red Dead Redemption Two and GTA Five. But other than that, it's uh, Black Ops 2, Black Ops 3, Advanced Warfare, Infinite Warfare, World War II, Modern Warfare, 
But yeah. then prior to 2009, probably you had got, like Rock Band in there at some point, right? Mm-hmm. Rock Band, Guitar Hero 3, Madden F- NFL 2006, uh, Dang it! San Andreas and Vice City, and then a couple Maddens, NFL 2002, NFL 2004, 2000's biggest game. Indeed, Nintendo's Pokemon Stadium. <gasps> Pokemon <Really>? Stadium. <laughs> Pokemon Stadium. What the crap? What what platform? Yeah, was that N64 still or what was that? It must have been, yeah. I I uh yeah, that definitely would have been uh N64 and, oh. and solely on the N64, right? Weird. Uh dude, Dice Tomato Half Life is ninety eight. That was a long time ago, bud. You got oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Half Life's a long time ago. Older uh, than you think. Yeah. Also, the, the Did triple- you say any FIFA games in that list? No, I was listening, no but FIFA games. No. no, the only sports were the Madden NFL's uh, two, 2002, four, six, and seven. Yeah, the Maddens always did well, and that's why I. I so you were right to ask if these are international sales because this whole list feels very uh, U.S. and in Europe, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, although is, if it was uh, Europe, top-selling game of each year, physical, digital. But I'm not seeing anything in the source about. Um, because if it's worldwide, there's no way Madden is that high on those years. No, I would think so. Yeah, it's got to no, be US. The, yeah, uh, the NPD group, but it doesn't say. Oh, US best-selling. Here it is. US best-selling game by year. Oh, well, that's go. totally different. Then can we start over? Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> it's as good as it gets. Uh, well, well done. Uh, wait, so, uh, when was? Uh, oh no, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time was '98. Also, '98 was a hell of a year. That would have been the year to year. sell mm-hmm. everything. Starcraft, everything came out that year. It was amazing. Anyway, uh, well done, Slecko. That means you've won. These things are coming to you. Uh, good job. Uh, while you oh, sat there uh, very patiently on your AirPods. AirPods, sorry. I said AirPods because that's ah. what you were saying. <laughs> uh, these will come to you easily. All you got to do is email Brian at coverville at gmail.com. He'll get you your codes, and you are off to the races. Well done, and thanks for playing, man. It was a lot of fun. Stay out of trouble. Yeah. We'll see you later. Oh, that was loud. I, I, I miss when the Carolina Panthers were doing well in the football. That's when I was playing that Madden and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, couldn't you, were... couldn't you uh, just get Madden and then play as the Carolina Panthers and make them better? You would think so. <laughs> However, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You'd think so. However, no. I like that. Mm, no. Uh, yeah. Well, well done, Brian. It was still fun. We still had a good time here. I, I did. I, we did pretty good. I yeah. thought. Yeah, we did all right. I was. I, it, had it not been for me knowing how dominant the charts were, or how dominated the charts were by Call of Duty over the last ten years, I would have probably not had much of a hope here. Right. I'd forgotten about San Andreas or Vice City or any of that stuff. I, I took yeah. the I took the approach of just the games that I purchased in. I knew they were hot that year. That was yeah, yeah. You'll notice I don't know a real. Any, I, don't know any, I don't know any big numbers out there. You'll notice a real I just shift. Know me. You'll, no, you'll notice a real shift from 2000 and on uh, versus prior to that. Prior to that, multiplayer wasn't really a thing, not like it is today. Right. And uh, they were mo- the big winners were mostly single player titles, uh, the ones that sold the most. You get to 2000 and on, and you see it progressively become all about competitive games that become the most popular. Madden included, um, and that, and so that's why huge hits with you know mega sellers. Even though they sell tons, they end up not being the biggest of the year because the the big multi platform multiplayer ones do. So anyway, fun stuff. We've learned a lot today. We hey, have. have 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 we? Ha- maybe a little, <laughs> a tiny bit. Uh, Brian Dunaway, anything you want to say to the people before we cut Absolutely. you loose? Absolutely. 
I am so glad that you have decided to improve your health this year. However, stop messing up my gym experience. There's too many of you. Uh, Get out. Yeah, right? Oh. <laughs> no kidding. Don't worry. They'll all be out by the third week of January, and you'll have the place to yourself again. That's true. We're not going to be there very long. They won't make it. But uh, don't worry about it. You'll be you'll be hot before you know it, Brian. Brian Dunaway, everybody. He is the Mission Deep. No, he is the. What are you? No, the, not even close. Sorry, the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Follow him there. It says. You know why? It's because your description says Mission Deep right now. Did you know that? Does it? Yeah. Should, I didn't know. Oh, yes, I did. Oh, I did know Discord that. I actually, does, right? I actually did something different. Yeah. Oh, on Discord, totally. That's yeah. my oh, that's my no, gamer handle. Yeah, never mind. Oh, okay. really? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Who he's, cares? He's Mission Deep. Oh, we care. Yeah, Mission Deep. By Brian now. Dunaway. <laughs> <laughs> Dunkelman out. Yeah. He was a bit of a, he was in a loop. I had to that's right. I had to reboot him. All right. Uh, good job. Well done. That was fun, as always. Now this. Hey, gang, here's some razzle-dazzle news to flash to mom. Time for some quick news brought to you by. Need a positive start to the new year? Check out The Local Bar, episode 127, the best of 2019 for the top two interviews from last year. First, author, rapper, computer science major from Oxford and accountability coach Zuby joined us before he hit Joe Rogan's show. Second, some dude named Scott Johnson that doesn't know the difference between frog pants and fart gas. Check out The Local Bar on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, and localbarmedia.com. Well, that second guy sounds like a real piece of work. You guessed it on a show called The Local Bar? Yeah. What's next? I don't know. What, what, uh, what is next? Drinking? Tales from the Marijuana Shop <laughs> featuring Scott Johnson. Tales from the... Going, at the casino featuring special guest scott johnson picking up hookers on a friday night with scott johnson <laughs> all right uh we got a couple things here uh yeah. scientists freaked out a little bit oh by the way shout out to all, all our australian listeners uh oh, your yeah. entire country's on fire and it's awful and i hope everyone is okay and safe and i realize that there there are parts of the of the continent that are untouched but uh Jeez, just yeah, those man, are, they're aggressive. We just sent a bunch of uh, firefighters from America there, so yeah, maybe, hopefully they can help. Yeah, it's bad. Rough stuff, though. Yep. I hope you get rain or whatever. And I guess you're just starting their. They're just starting their fire season. Like, it's I just that's right, getting yeah. going. Is Gidget here today? She could tell us where she Gidget's is. Gidget's not here, but I've been talking with her um, uh, via uh, Discord, and they did have to. Um, temporarily uh where is it let's see um acres and acres of bush we can they're we they're safe but they can see the smoke from where they're at so Jeez. wow yeah and there's a half a billion animals dead oh, i know oh it's just so far that's horrendous uh mm -hmm. i just saw it in the chat and saw it earlier in the in my news feed that koalas are effectively extinct now because mm, they're their numbers are below the yeah, they're below the thing. I mean, we have some, there's zoo Jeez. stuff and they're around the world, but the, they're wild. Mm -hmm. as, as far as that being their wildlife habitat, that's it. Like, that's just horrendous. Ugh. That's really awful. It's um, really sad. Anyway, we'll see how this all goes. Uh, so, but anyway, in some, in some science news, a fossil spider discovery just turned out to be a crayfish with some legs painted on it. <laughs> Did the crayfish paint the legs on himself, or uh, I like to scientist think, responsible? I like to think some trolley scientist did it. You know, I like to yeah as well. Yep, that's exactly. what I like. Uh, it was described as a new spider. This is according to the scientists at the Dalian Natural History Museum in China. Uh, they uh, copped a load of fossil. Copped, I guess, a load of fossil unearthed in the Lower Cretaceous 
Yixian formation. Uh, they couldn't believe their eyes. Eight-legged beastie looked like nothing they'd seen before. Exceptionally preserved. Uh, they described it as a new spider, publishing their analysis in the Acta Geological Sinica. 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 I don't know what that is. I don't either. Name Sounds the official, though, doesn't it? Yep. And it would now watch me do this. And name the species Mongolarachnicheogonengenesinus. Well, I would guess Mongolarachni, because uh, arachnid, but... Uh, what about Mongol that second arachne. word? What would you say for that uh, last one? I think you, you nailed that one. Uh, K-O Yang Genesis. Genesis. K-O Yang Genesis. Boy, they really... favorite uh, Phil Collins band. <laughs> <laughs> They're very good. Yes. Um, there was just one problem. The fossil was a big old fake. Cunning ruse was discovered uh, by an invertebrate paleontologist, Paul Selden of the University of Kansas. He swung in there and said, hey, listen, you dumb Chinese scientist. <laughs> so what Kansas sounds like? We better ask Steven Schleicher later. <laughs> seems, seems wrong somehow. Anyway, he says uh, his spidey senses started to tingle when he got his hands oh. on the paper. Uh, he says I was very skeptical. The paper had very few details, so my colleagues in Beijing borrowed the specimen from the people in Southern University, and I got to look at it. Immediately, I realized there was something wrong. It clearly wasn't a spider. It was missing various parts, had too many segments in its legs and huge eyes. The penny dropped, he said, when paleontologist Chung Kung Chi of, Ch of uh, Capital Norman University in Beijing remarked that the uh, Cretaceous crayfish are found in the same formation, dating back to around 120 to 130 million years ago. He says, I realized what happened. What I got uh, was a very badly pre uh, preserved crayfish onto which someone painted some legs. <laughs> Too funny. So basically, he found it by finding uh, original artwork of yep. uh, of the other crayfish yep. and said, wait a minute, yep. this matches that. Nice job. Well done. Should have caught that one probably, but it's all right. Yeah, no uh, the only other news I have today is that Hasbro, <laughs> the toy company, you know, you're familiar with Hasbro. Yeah, I'm familiar with Hasbro, sure. They now officially own Death Row Records. <laughs> seems seems appropriate. Seems like a perfect pairing right there. It's amazing. Uh, Brian Goldner, Hasbro chairman and chief executive offer, officer, announced uh, the acquisition of Entertainment One, which owns uh, Death Row Records, in an all-cash transaction valued at approximately $3.8 billion. He didn't go on to say how many He-Man he -Man dolls that was. <laughs> many, uh, many He-Man. <laughs> many, many He-Man died to bring us this kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, it says, we're excited about what we can do together to see, and we see tremendous opportunity for shareholder value creation through this acquisition. Well, that's a boring thing to say. Yeah. Uh, it, it includes a lot of other stuff, like a bunch of preschool brands and some other things they got with the deal. But sure. they now own the subsidiary uh, and the entire catalog of Death Row Records, which were purchased in 2013. In the 90s, Death Row, founded by Suge Knight and Dr. Dre, was a powerful West Coast music imprint that helped launch the careers of superstars like Snoop Doggy Dog. Nate Dog and the Dog Pound. For the last year of his life, Tupac Shakur was also on the label. Uh, in fact, he was shot in Suge Knight's car, and a lot of people think Suge Knight made it happen. Uh, all right, so I'm throwing out this challenge to the the chat room. Uh, you got to be working on your titles. I want to know the the best new toy that Hasbro is working on now that they own Death Row Records. My submission would be the Easy E Bake Oven. Oh. Why are we even going on after that? That's good. That's we're done. <laughs> because they can, they'll come up with something better. That's like, the uh, best one. I guarantee you, nothing Snoop, is as Snoop good. Snoop Dogg pound puppies, or uh... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Rainbow Bright Scott's such a white guy? I actually like Snoop Dogg. I'm just reading it the way they wrote it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh, he was great in Dolomite, too. Oh, he was awesome in Dolomite. Dude, Dolomite yeah. is freaking great. It is really good. Really good. I love that movie. Great, great uh, comeback for Eddie Murphy, who's kind of disappeared from us for a while. Yeah, for quite now a he bit. Can, now he can get back to working on Beverly Hills Cop 4. Yeah. Or is there you 4? No, no, you're right. It's 4. 4, yeah, four would be the new one. one. They're, they're working on. 3 is bad. 4 is that's when he trains a new Beverly Hills cop. Is that going to be the case? Like, it's going to be... <laughs> I don't know. He's the old guy that tells right, the other he's one he's cashing checks his butt new... can't cash or yes, whatever. Yeah. Exactly. That sounds right. Death Row Barbie. That's not bad. Cabbage not bad. or Crackage Patch Dolls. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> I still say Brian's win so far. Easy, easy e-bake oven is really good. You guys have a high watermark. Axel's Last Ride? Oh, no, that's the movie. <laughs> it does sound like a fun toy, though, doesn't it? It does. I would I would enjoy it. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, our good buddy Steven Schleicher will be here. We're going to talk about a preview of the year of uh, comic book-based stuff in movie and film. Or TV and film, rather. Yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. And then uh, Star Trek nerd back. First time in 2020 talking about the very now soon uh, premiere of uh, uh, the, the Picard show. And a new yeah. shortcoming and a bunch of other stuff. So it's happening. Uh, stay tuned for that. Before that, though, a song selection that Brian made. I made this selection. Well, you know, a, ba- a label sent it to me. Uh, Nub Music sent me this one. It's been released. It got released at the end of last year. Kevin Lynch, he was the singer and creative driving force behind the Skomads, a ska band that uh, formed back in 2016. Uh, he's got a solo album that just came out. He's been playing, actually, dude was playing back in the 80s in like in garage and surf rock bands, um, but uh, now has his own solo album. It's called Can You Write a Song for Me? This is the title track. Here is Kevy Lynch. Can You Write a Song for Me? <laughs> Take over, could you get it old? 
you can see the home stay out of the cold But I remember when you talk for me You're pushing that barrel from the age of three But the smile on his face just says it all Life's worth living if you take a fall Granddad called him the little man Well I'll tell you right now what's his biggest fan He never gave up, he never gave in I'll always remember that heartfelt grin Well can you write a song for me? 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 If there were demons in this world, what form would they take? The answer to that question still eludes me. In a happy new year. In a happy new year. This is the morning stream. And what we have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> All right, the best part of that is it's hard to hear it, so I'm going to play it again, is what Fletcher says at the end of this. So let me... This let, is... Hold on, let me, let me play this. This is great. Okay, so listen to the very end of his clip. Here you go. You're to communicate. <laughs> he snorts. <laughs> Snort. <laughs> he snorts at the now, end. I haven't seen Cool Hand Luke in a while, but uh, does the does the sheriff say that after uh, he oh. gives that line? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I maybe. Have to, I'm supposed to watch that for... Uh, current geek, but also I know it was bandied about on Film Sack, the cool hand Film Sack, yeah. We might try and do a little double duty there for that. That would be cool because then I don't have to do the other one. That'd be <laughs> right. Then I got less, I'd have to spend less two, another two hours I can save that week. That'd be all right. Uh, welcome <laughs> back to the program. We were talking about that. Yeah, one, no, yeah. totally. Um, all right. So, Steven, incoming. Whoops. He goes by major spoilers, so I didn't put that name he in does. right. There we go. Here he comes. Uh, we'll hang out with him a bit. It's always fun, always good. And here's his intro. Steven. All the way from Hayes, Kansas, it's Steven Schleicher from Majorspoilers.com. Hello, Steven. Well, hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello. hello. Hey, uh, what Happy accent? Holidays. Happy what, 2020. Oh, thanks, man. What? Uh, same to you. What, uh, what uh, accent do the uh, Kansas people have? Do they have an accent? Uh, Pretty much like mine, although I did go, there was a local filmmaker just finished a documentary that I went to go see a couple of weeks ago, and the historical researcher that they had working on it talked just like that. Oh, all right. Hmm. So he did oh, like this. Yeah, I want to tell you about Fort Riley and, and it's just like, okay. Because you don't, I wouldn't pick you out as, as being from anywhere. No. Like you don't have much no. of a, anything. I figured. Yeah, yeah, it's Nebraska, Kansas, Colorado, Utah kind of probably sound the same. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're all from the same half. Oh, what happened mm -hmm. to my? Hold on. Is that me? No, my my mixer is so sensitive now that all I did was tap it with something, and my left, my left, or my right ear went completely dead for a second. So then I had to hit it again like the freaking Fonz, <laughs> and hey. now it's working. Again. Nice. Oh, and I'm sure that did that to people at home. Yeah, listen, chat room saying, yeah, I'll also switch for them. <laughs> it's super annoying. 
All right. Anyway, hey, Stephen, we're going to do a little fun thing here. It is 2020, the first Monday of said 2020, which means your first segment of the year. Why not uh, use it to look at the year upcoming in comic-based film and television? Love it. There is so much. But there's two things specifically that I want to talk about. The first one is the new trailer that dropped this morning at 6 a.m. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it. For The New Mutants, a film that has been in production since 2015. Oh my when Lord. they first started it. What, what's, it the right. hold, what's the holdup? Have they ever said why it's taking them so long? It sucked. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. Edits, reshoots, rewrites. Yeah, uh, but um, uh, according to Bill Sienkiewicz, uh, who was, uh, I guess, on one of the Kevin Smith shows a week or so ago, it looks like they went back to the original oh, version really? of okay. the of the film, and that's the one that we're getting is the horror film. Mm. Um, and for people who are looking for, we reviewed this, I think, a year or two ago on the Major Spoilers podcast when we thought we were doing it in conjunction with the release of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New Mutants comic from uh, Chris Claremont and Bill Sienkiewicz, The New Mutants, The Demon Bear Saga, I think is what a lot of this is based on, loosely based oh, really? on. Okay. What's yeah. the what's so the, the, what's the, uh, the X-Gene thing about? What's that about? Is that a thing I should know about? It's the same thing, mutants. Yeah, okay. You know what a mutant is, Scott. No, no, no. I know that, but they're saying that the the black door and the goop coming around the door and the trailer and the there's something about something specifically called the X gene that's like nightmarish and awful, and that's the basis for the horror side of this or something. Oh, I think it's just the fact that they're mutants because they have the X gene. I I, mm-hmm. I may need to watch that trailer again, but I didn't take it as the the X gene is like the separate thing too that can. Yeah. Uh, cause these no, nightmares. If, Although my guess is that night that black door is probably part of uh, uh, Daniel Moonstar's, mm-hmm. um, you know, abilities to pull out people's greatest fears. And mm. so maybe that's all thing. that it is. There was some take on. Oh, no. Gizmodo had used this in their headline. They said the new mutants trailer reintroduces us to X gene horrors. Oh, they just mean. Uh, yeah. Mutant okay. Horror. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I I do like seeing way more of the characters in this one than we have in the past. Like seeing mm-hmm. Magic's uh, uh, arm and their sword, and a little bit of um, Cannonball and a little bit of Sunspot. I kind of like that. Yeah, it should be really interesting. It, it, it will. I will. I will be very excited to see what people's reaction is on this when it finally arrives. Uh, comes out April third, which is you know considering this thing sat on the shelf for over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, since its uh, last announced release, I believe it was supposed to come out in like 2018, and then of course the whole Fox deal uh, kind I of it was even in. earlier than that. Maybe I thought it was 2017, it, maybe. Yeah, I think it was 2017. Uh, I'm just bummed there's no Karma, but I guess uh, Karma's a bitch. So yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you only uh, welcome to the Karma restaurant. Don't worry about ordering. <laughs> you to get everything you deserve. All right. Uh, what was I going to say about? Oh, it's got the Game of Thrones lady in it. Um, yeah, yes. Maisie. Yep. Maisie Williams and. Uh, uh, nobody else I recognize. They all look like strangers to me. Uh, no, right. one of them is uh, the the one guy. The I forget oh, the, the show guy. he was on. Yeah, uh, there's that one guy. He was in that thing. So you'll you'll recognize. Oh, the him. one guy in the Trust thing. Me. Right. Oh, I know who you mean. He's got the kind of he looks he looks a little he's like got a the crackhead. baseball cap on and yeah. yeah, he's kind of a crackhead looking dude. Yeah. yeah. All right. The, um, the woman who's organizing them, or like you know the, I, I wish she was you know Moira McTaggart. It would be nice to you know pull some real actual. Uh, probably strings not of in continuation this. from other movies that <laughs> probably not if this is supposed to be like a place where we're locking up mutants to get away yeah. from these scary poltergeists that's haunting the place yeah. uh, so let's see who do we have in here uh, you said Maisie Williams Antonio uh, Banderas is opposed to Taylor Joy from uh, the Vivovich yeah 
Uh, when you saw the I have not watched it yet. I was going to watch it New Year's Eve, <laughs> but I did not. Instead, uh, I watched The Lighthouse, which, oh my God. Oh, yeah. I heard that Pattinson isn't it? said that that was a hellscape. That filming of that film was a hellscape. Did, did you watch it yet, Brian? I, I have not I seen, it, seen it, yet, it, no. it is intense. Now, it is based on a kind of a true story, a true and true incident, but then they've gone way off into a, a different area. But holy cow, that movie is creepy, creepy, and intense. That's all I will say. All right. Yeah, that Anna so, Taylor Joy lady is great in the Vivitch. She's very good in that. The yeah, I, I want to sit down and watch this. Yeah. Um, on the other side, uh, films. Let me jump to the other big important thing uh, on television. And this uh, relates directly back to what we were talking about uh, last year, last decade, on uh, the end of The Mandalorian, where that one thing shows up. Mm-hmm. Star Wars, The Clone Wars, the final season drops on Disney Plus on February 17th. Oh, yeah. The sixth season, correct? Seventh, seventh season. Seventh, sorry. Seventh, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's what exciting. What this is... Not only will we see, uh, uh, what's her name, Ahsoka uh, uh, show up in this, mm-hmm. but there's a huge Mandalorian storyline where the Empire comes in and decimates the Mandalorians. And that one thing at the end of the Mandalorian show is going, I believe, to play a big role, just like it did in the uh, Rebels uh, series. Do you think we'll see it? Um, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, I think it'll. I think it'll be a big deal in the... In the final, so season. we may actually see why it has changed hands, and perhaps why it's in the hands of a certain somebody in the Mandalorian. Is what you're, t- is what you're correct. saying? Correct. Oh, that's I see. I love that. I love when. And they considering that it's Dave Filoni, and that this is coming out after the Mandalorian, even though it's been in production for over a year or so. Yeah. My guess is that they're going to intentionally put as much Mandalorian and that one thing, not Baby Yoda, but that one thing, into the show to get people extra hyped up. And the, and the good thing is it is coming out on February seventeenth. I've seen a lot of people say. Oh man, Disney made a huge mistake releasing uh, the Mandalorian right at the same time as uh, Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. uh, because now they have nothing for the next couple of months. And and the fact is, February seventeenth, we're getting Star Wars: The Clone Wars, the final season. So plenty of Star Wars for everybody. Yeah, there's a lot going on. I wish the uh, I don't know what the schedule is for the Obi One series, but I want that sooner than later. That'd be good. Yeah, it'll it probably won't arrive until 2021 oh, at the really? earliest. I want that. I want to see what they do with that. I Who's think. the? What's the company that makes the really amazing um, statues, comic book and movie? Oh, side sideshow collectibles is sideshow is collectibles. The, yeah, they're the ones here in the United States. Now, the ones that do the ultra realistic sculpts is Hot Toys, but okay. sideshows is their American distributor. I want to see. Yeah, and sideshow they have a an Obi Wan statue that I saw this last weekend that was the perfect halfway point between. Uh, Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness mm. and it's oh, yeah. like I want find that find an actor who looks just like that and make them the uh, <laughs> the star of the, of the well, series I think uh, Ewan McGregor is just old enough now to be oh, playing that's the, true, the actual age yeah, for that true. so right I don't right. think he's quite there he was uh, 60 something and, and Ewan McGregor's in his 50s well but this is still you know 10 15 years 18 years before Oh, yeah, he's the perfect um, age to be the character yeah. in, in the yeah, yeah, time yeah. frame, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm very... Yeah. The, uh, other thing about, the other thing about that Obi-Wan series, it is directed by um, the woman who directed, I want to say, episode three of uh, The Mandalorian, mm. uh, the one that had the, the big fight and everything that was going on in that one. Um, oh, that's a great episode. I love really that. Really quick. I think it's episode three. That Third episode's where we got, the, we got the This is the Way line. That's where that happened. Yeah, Deborah Chow is her name. Yeah. She directed two episodes of The Mandalorian. So yeah, I think her two are the two two of my favorites actually. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah, was, yeah, she was really good. Uh, yeah, chapter, I'll, put chapter, it our, I'll put it in our Discord. Oops, there we go. There's an image of the 
Oh, that's ben so Kenobi. cool. Isn't that great? Like that's the that's the story you want right there. Whatever that's whatever great. Ben that's Kenobi he, he, that is. I wasn't sure what you meant by the middle ground. It's totally you're right. He's totally like, middle if, ground. If you use the old nineties program morph yeah. <laughs> to go between yeah. uh, McGregor and Guinness, that's that's the halfway point right there. It's your middle morph. I like it. Mm-hmm. He looks really good. Yeah, now I kind of <laughs> want one of those. Well, anyway, that's coming soon. But uh, between now and then, a couple other highlights. Uh, aren't all these DC shows finishing their crisis stuff? What's going on with that? Uh, so Birds of Prey and the fabu- uh, Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn arrives February 7th. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, That's a movie, so that has nothing to do with crisis. So we've got that uh, to look forward to. No Joker because uh, Jared Leto is over in the uh, Morbius uh, movie over at Sony. That's supposed to come out July 31st of this year, although I, I, I'm i going to say that that's maybe somewhat still shaky. But as far as uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths over there on the TV side, that will wrap up on January 14th with uh, showings of both Arrow for Part 4 and DC Legends of Tomorrow for Part 5. Oh, okay. So that's all. So that will be interesting. And that is the end of Arrow, correct? Or is there more after that? That should be, that should be the technically the end of arrow although they're going to continue it i think i think it's under a new name but it's uh basically life after arrow kind of thing oh geez i don't know how long i think it's only a half season featuring you know his daughter and some other uh, other characters as well it's not their strong Uh, point i'm sure they'll pull one or one or two of them into uh, legends of tomorrow for another season If, if legends of tomorrow continues for another yeah. season, they'll probably pull another Arrow yeah. character. Let me ask but, you uh, this: Are they? How, that's how, the end of Steven Mel. And how many total seasons was that for them? For uh, ten, Arrow? ten seasons, Jeez, nine Louise. seasons, something okay, like so that. Okay, so let's say it's nine seasons. Could I? Could I use the line? He went through nine seasons and came out queen on the other side. <laughs> get it? Queen, because yeah. Oliver Queen. Queen. You get it? Clean, queen. Oh, I totally yeah. get it. Well yeah, done, Queen, Sam. queen, Although, queen, clean. Yeah. If you saw it, uh, you did see this really weird moment in i think it's episode part three of the that crisis series <laughs> where oliver queen actually becomes the specter and oh, so oh. he'll probably be the one that ends the crisis but it was, it was such a weird dumb they should have just uh that is dumb. Kept it as the, and and eight seasons okay. officially eight seasons eight seasons, there you go. Eight seasons uh, okay slightly shortened eight season and for me it ended uh season six. season two oh <laughs> season two well probably like i mean yeah <laughs> People like that the, Legends the prison, of Tomorrow, though. The prison season was like, oh, okay, I think I might be done with this. Oh, they yeah. had a prison uh, season? I must not have gotten that far. I didn't realize they no, had a prison I think that season. was uh, seven or maybe six, six or seven. Mm. Yeah. All right. Like so it. the other thing that has been sitting on, well, not really sitting on the shelf, but has been made, canceled, made again, and then canceled, and now is finally being made and finally landing is lock and key yes. uh coming out february 7th on netflix now this one again has been in production in various places there was a pilot at fox uh i want to say like 10 years ago maybe mm-hmm. that uh fox passed on for whatever reason and then it was going to be at another network and then hulu. they passed on it after yeah hulu passed on it yep. and now it's it's uh, finally at netflix and we're finally getting a look at the uh, the key house and the Locke family and everything is coming February 7th. I think between Birds of Prey and Lock and Key, I think I'll probably be sitting at home watching Lock and Key <laughs> on February 7th. I think so. And Carlton Cuse is in- oh. uh, involved in this. Is yeah, he? there's a lot of. Maybe he's show yeah, running. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, guy. I really like I like Carlton Cuse. Yeah, he's. Um, let's see. Carlton Cuse doesn't say if he's. 
what he's doing for it. But um, well, in my opinion, any, that that comic's the single coolest thing Joe Hill has done, and it's my one of my favorite comic experiences I ever had. Like I've been so waiting for mm-hmm. this and wanting this. Yeah, I, it is. It is really good. Now again, I would highly recommend the book. It features. Uh, the story of uh, of a family. The, the the father has been murdered by one of his students, uh, very horribly, uh, and the family comes back to his uh, ancestral home in Lovecraft, Massachusetts. Uh, so the three protagonists of the series are the three kids, but this is definitely not a kid's comic, nor is it a kid's TV show, because things get dark and creepy and scary, and as these kids explore... Uh, the key house they discover these keys that unlock all sorts of powers like being able to open up your own head and and take out memories or implant new memories Hmm. uh there's a gender key which plays a big role in this and uh the big key that everyone is looking for is the omega key which unleashes a lot of horrible horrible things into the world so uh, that is coming out february 17th you're not going to want to miss that one uh carlton cues is writing two episodes of the series okay Okay. Has there been uh, any announcement of a Vampire Academy season two on Netflix? Or not, uh, not, not, not that I've seen. Uh, vampire, vampire. Not Vampire Academy. What's it called? Um, Umbrella Academy. Umbrella. What am I thinking? Oh, yeah. Academy. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they are in <laughs> production of Umbrella Academy. I didn't put that down be- for time reasons. In fact, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that we'll probably need to talk about next week because the stuff I'm touching on are your big Marvel and DC uh, type shows. Netflix, uh, the Netflix uh, Lock and Key is IDW Publishing. But um, next week, we should talk about some of the smaller ones, including a Vin Diesel movie that's coming up in February. Mm. So uh, we'll talk about that next week. Ooh, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm into that. As far as films go, you got uh, Birds of Prey, like you mentioned. Uh, the mm-hmm. New Mutants, like we mentioned. Black Widow on May 1st. Uh, Brian, yep. Brian mentioned he's very much looking forward to that. So am I. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 coming out June 5th, 2020, where we get to watch uh, Chris Pine wonder if a garbage can is art or not. So that's cool. Looking forward to that. <laughs> You mentioned Morbius, uh, July 31st, Venom 2 in October, and I, I assume that's, uh, what's his name's back? Uh, Mad Max Tom is Hardy. back? Yeah. Tom Hardy? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Didn't see the first one yet. I need to get on that. Um, it's, it's enjoyable. My kids enjoyed it. I mean, and people are going to say, you let your kids watch Venom. Yeah. It was not yeah. as bad as people make it out to be. Yeah. Venom's scarier than he's. It's no worse than Spider-Man 3. Oh, well, look mm. at you then. Oh, God. Yeah. Right. Uh, the And the Eternals coming uh november 6th 2020 yes yeah and i know nothing of the eternals i have zero background knowledge i don't know anything about that yeah it, it, you know let's see if marvel can do it again because they kind of did this with guardians of the galaxy taking a relatively unknown property and turning it into a great film i just hope it's more guardians of the galaxy and less like the inhumans but inhumans was a crap abc tv show and they mm-hmm. can do a lot more with the movie is this the one yeah, where think, uh J- fring frang zam janny whatever his name is got all buff for is this that movie? Yes. yeah yeah <laughs> oh come on non johnny that's, that's it that's if it if you watch that final season of uh of the uh, silicon valley you can see him get really ripped <laughs> he about he does, through the yeah. show and right. they try to hide it they have him bend over and they have him wearing really loose clothes and it's like oh you can tell he's really jacked here mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh, let's see Angeline Jolie Richard Madden Salma Hayek Kumal as I mentioned uh, Gemma Chan Kit Harrington from the Game of Thrones you got two you got Richard Madden and Kit Harrington oh right the brothers that's right right oh together a bastard together a lot yeah one, <laughs> one's a bastard one's a one's a uh, one's a what, 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 what would we call the other one uh, Ro- King Rob uh, he was you know a, nothing uh, King Rob yeah something like that King of the North Anyway, that looks like a lot of fun. I hope it's good. So, yeah. it, uh, I mean, it, 
Go ahead. It's going to be really interesting when Black Widow arrives in May because that's going to be our first real big Marvel movie post uh, Avengers Endgame. Mm. It is, but it's a prequel, so it's not like we see further repercussions. True. You know, we saw some of the repercussions in uh, Far From Home, Spider-Man mm-hmm. Far From Home, but yeah, I mean, the fact that Black Widow is a pre-Thanos uh, situation that we're not going to get any... Well, presumably. Who knows? Maybe... I still have hope that they're going to introduce the new blonde Black Widow like they did in the comics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Navratilova. I don't know. It's not Navratilova. She's a tennis player. <laughs> but something like that. Davina Sergova or whatever. Yeah. So what do you but, mean? Like, uh, like a full-on like baton uh, change here? Where from the, from This movie is like the change from what's-her-name to a new actress, you're thinking? Scarlet to the new, to the new actress. I'm, I, that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting... Uh, uh, a potential new Black Widow is introduced in the movie. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'd be yeah. all right with that, I think. I'd be okay. And then yeah. moved up to, we don't know when this year, but WandaVision will hit on Disney Plus this year. And of course, that's really important because that is kind of a prequel to Doctor Strange and the Adventures in the Multiverse or the whatever the full title of that is. Mm-hmm. Multiverse of Horror. Multi- ma- uh, madness. Multiverse, yeah, yeah, Multiverse of Madness. There you go. Yes. Got to go with the alliteration I, with Marvel I so Comics. I, like, that's the one movie that I really just can't wait for. I love oh, the yeah, first Doctor too. Strange and just the fact that there. I'm sure there are going to be so many freaking Easter eggs in that thing mm-hmm. for longtime comic fans. But I just can't get past the name WandaVision. I can't, you know. It, it, <laughs> well, I mean, it's, like, it's pretty weird. It sounds like what? It just it sounds like uh welcome to WandaVision. Uh your source for everything Wanda related on, <laughs> well, on TV. Yeah. Well, considering, <laughs> well, considering yeah. that this may indeed be um what was it when uh when uh, she snapped uh everybody oh, out of existence. Right, the No More Mutants, the yeah, House the of no M. Mutants, House of M yeah. thing. Considering yeah. that there is going to be a, a mental wellness uh storyline that runs through here and what reality right. she has created around herself. Uh, and that again, as I said, ties into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, that could be very fascinating to, to watch be. and see. Could Elizabeth? Of course, it could be a big old dumpster fire. Here's so what here's what should happen: Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen who plays Wanda, mm-hmm. should uh, snap her two sisters out of existence. The Olsen twins. <laughs> no more no. Uh, Ashley and Mary Kate. Yes. Get or rid as, of them. Uh, what's his name on? Uh, uh, this week tonight there's only one olsen twin she just moves back and forth very fast (laughs) oh i love that idea that's a cool idea all right well that's a lot of stuff to swallow a lot of stuff coming up and a lot of things to get excited about and like you said next week we'll talk about some of the more obscure stuff i have no idea what that vin diesel movie is so you're gonna oh it's yeah you might be interested in it scott i mean you you both are kids of of the 90s and maybe read some of those uh, 90s excess comics so uh, this this will be very interesting. And I see Brian furiously typing. What is Vin Diesel in? Yeah, no um, kidding. I believe it's coming up in April. So we'll talk about this. Uh, we'll talk about this next. Is week. that a direct to cool. streaming thing somewhere? Or mm, no, I think it's in the movie theater. Oh, thing. all right. Huh? Okay. You never know anymore. I keep hearing about, you know, big releases. And I'm like, where are they? Oh, it's on Netflix. Well, what? that's, like, what? you know, I, just as an aside, that uh, Uncut Gems, the minute that I heard that uh, Adam Sandler was in it, I was like, oh, okay, well, I can't wait to watch this on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, wait, this is not a Netflix thing. This is A24. And A24 with the, between the Lighthouse and Uncut Gems has had a really good year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see that thing. Brian liked it. It's so good. Um, it's up there, uh, apparently, with, uh, oh, what was the other movie? Um, 
it was a Tarantino thing for highest grossing film with the most number of F-bombs. There's about, by by somebody's count, there's about 500 F-bombs in uh, Uncut Gems. Wow. Oh, right. That one's up there in the it's 24th of all time or something. Is there really? Yeah, is there a, a list? Uh, there is a list. Let's see real quick here. Um, all right. The current the current winner is Swearnet the movie from 2014 by those trailer park guys. <laughs> Seems like a thing that was just made for swearing. Like yeah. that. That sounds like uh... <laughs> uh, the word. The documentary that is literally the F word from 2005 that has the most. But again, that's a documentary of the origin of the word. Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street at number four. I'm that's to... that's what it was. It wasn't a Tarantino thing. It was Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Was the other that movie? Jeez, that movie's rough. Casino, straight out of Compton. There's a lot in the top ten. Oh, end of watch. That was pretty sweary. Running scared. Oh no. really? No. The the oh Not it's the, the re- Crystal. No, oh, it's the, it's a remake. Not yeah. remake, but a new uh, 2006 thing. Whatever that is. Yeah. Goodfellas is on there. Boy, there's a lot of. Uh, Good job, Scorsese. You're you're all over the yeah. list. Yeah, exactly. Good job. A lot of swearing coming out of that tiny body. It's a big sweary theme park ride, is what that is. <laughs> uh, well, there you go, uh, Stephen. Always a pleasure. Anything happening on the site? People should be on the lookout for. Uh, just all of our podcasts come back this week because uh, we're done with the holidays. And as everyone is out there, uh, out and about, remember to do one thing in 2020, and that is to stay hydrated. I got my water right here, son. Woo! Yay. Drinking a lot of water today. This is my big week. I got my blood test on Thursday. so. Oh, right. Good. Can't wait to hear how it goes. I hope it goes well. If it doesn't, we'll probably talk about it anyway. I'm sure we will. (laughs) Uh, Thursday afternoon, I'm guessing? Yes, Thursday at 1.15 p.m., so well after TMS. Cool. Just in time to tell the tale on Friday. Friday's p.m. Yep. Friday's PMS. (laughs) Friday's PMS show. (laughs) Uh, We're going to call Daryl, and he's not green currently. The rings of speakage are not happening yet, but uh, I can see it. I can totally see it. Is that what he means by rings of speakage? It might be. It might be. I was I was always considering it to be the the gray ring the gray ringer circle. Oh, you see it ringing. All right, that didn't work. But usually two times is what I need for him. If call me two times. I'm going away. If, if 2019 was any indicator, two times is the charm. Daryl, are you there? <laughs> yes. Oh, good. Hello, and welcome to Star Trek Adventure. It's kind of fruity, isn't it? It sure is. Hey, Daryl, what's going on? Happy 2020. Oh, thank you. Same to you. Yeah. Uh, how's your new year so far? Uh, it's the same as the last one, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Full of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exciting moments too early to tell is basically what yeah. we're saying <laughs> i'll let you know at the end of 2020 how it was <laughs> well i have good news for you 2020 looks to be very trekky so it should be in it good does. good hands it, yeah lots going on we'll talk about some of that but what are we two weeks from uh picard premiere picard? yeah uh, 23rd do you think they've had enough time to digitally mask the fact that that looks just like uh the uh, Anaheim Convention Center, and I don't have to be <laughs> taken out of the story. I hope so. I hope you're able to get like get around it. I mean, I know you know we've we've seen it so much that it's like as soon as we see it on screen, it's like, oh, okay, there's the convention center. Yeah. But I'm hoping it's not going to be as distracting and, and I hope take not us too. out of the show. As, it it as also seems point. like he's not there very long for whatever he's doing yeah. there. So it's like a uh, maybe an episode or something where you mm-hmm. even see the yeah. damn thing. So I'm not that worked up about it, but. 
you know, I, there's two spots to that. There's the outside, the exterior, which is, I'm like, okay, there's the, all that's missing is a giant welcome to BlizzCon sign. <laughs> and then exactly. when he gets inside and is walking through some of the space and there's like some stairway uh, scenes, that those are also very clearly the escalators that we use when we're there and all that yeah basically right by that little coffee shop that sells uh, coffee while you're waiting to get into the uh <laughs> yeah basically the, uh, the, the room proper pretty crazy but anyway that's coming we're all very excited about it daryl tell me about the short we're supposed to get before then and it's it is picard related and please tell me huh? it's him trapped in an elevator with little kids and they all become little kids tell me that's what happens oh no no it's not that okay darn um from what I can tell, it's like a Starfleet Academy kind of thing. It's called Children of Mars. Oh, this is the one where the alien kids getting bullied. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I saw a preview of this somewhere. I don't remember where I saw it. Somewhere online, maybe. You know, the internet, mm -hmm. I think, had it. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Do we know much about that? Because what it looks like to me is kids are picking on the alien kid, which is not cool, by the way. I thought the future was no. free of bullies, but I guess yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first thought. That, that uh, Be Best uh, campaign sure uh, apparently hasn't worked, has it? Not, not like they thought it might, oh. I guess. Uh, but but uh, what's your take on that? Do you think they're just they're just aiming to, I don't know. Is this a character that's going to bleed into the Picard show? I up on it. Oh, are you it's here? You're back. Do you not hear yeah, us, Daryl? Can you hear us now? Do you hear us, Daryl? We can hear you. Oh, there he goes. All right, oh, well, there let's re-add him to the call. That was weird. He's in a workplace... Oh, I and guess he won't see that text because he's not in the group. Now he's in the group, and now he'll see that message. Back. Back. Yes. Can you hear us? Yes. Now okay. you're, you're back. That was really weird. Weird. Don't know what happened there. Yeah, um, we, could, we could hear you. You couldn't hear us, apparently. Oh, that's weird. Which is always yeah. my favorite because when people can't hear us, they go, oh, now what's happened here? I clicked the thing. <laughs> they just sort of talk. That's great. Anyway, uh, the NSA is always monitoring us. We got to be careful what we say when Daryl's at work. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, do you know if this character, this girl, this girl alien, is part of the Picard show? Is that the role in here, or we don't know? Oh, I don't know. We we really don't know. If they had shown much more than the what was in the uh, oh the you know the trailer, they would have played the whole short because it's a short. Will I only be able to see this on CBS All Access? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, okay, then screw them. No, just kidding. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll re-up for the show. I'm planning on it. Um, yeah, I want to see it. Uh, I'm very and that'll be then it. you can catch up on all the shorts. Yeah, and there's and there's just the one before Picard. There's not a bunch of them planned. Nope, just that one. Okay, all right. But they're all the shorts, the Discovery shorts. Four of them. Well, Short no, he, we're just talking about the the one for Picard. I know, but yeah. there there still are between season one and season two. There were, oh yeah, there were a bunch, and yeah. I don't remember if we talked about the couple that came out last. The newest, yeah, the newest two that just you, came you out. were you were pretty lukewarm on most of them. How do you feel about the last couple? Oh, I really I really liked the Ephraim and Dot one, the one with the tardigrade. Mm. It was very Tom and Jerry ish. Oh really. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody step on a really uh, on a shovel and then their face maintain the shape of the shovel. Or? It wasn't far from that. Okay, I'm down with that. I really I, like the style and it was a good story. I like Tom and Jerry, so you yeah. hooked, you hooked mm -hmm. me in. It uh, was very old style animation. So this one's called Oh no, you're the 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 one called Trouble with Edward won a Golden Reel Award for best sound editing. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. cool. Well done to them. Uh. Let's see. What else? Uh, Quentin Tarantino now less interested in Trek. We talked about this last time we spoke a little bit. 
But it's uh, okay. more and more I think he's done. This is not going to yeah. happen. Ah, it bums me out. I want to know what that was going to be. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, what, yeah. What would that be? Mm-hmm. Would that be a, <laughs> a what, what lot of it? feet? A lot, I mean, is it? <laughs> it's a lot of feet, but will they be like? Is it just like snappy dialogue mostly? Does it skirt? Does it do the Tarantino things? Just you know, within context mm-hmm. of Star Trek, like that could be so interesting. You know what they call a quarter pounder on Riza? <laughs> a half naked quarter pounder. That's right. It's a quarter pounder and a toga. Yeah, you can see his doodle. Uh, you know what I know? Here's what I know. He did an episode of ER back in the day. So why couldn't he just do an episode of Discovery or an episode of Picard? Do that. Oh yeah, there you yeah, go. Just that's have him direct one. Yeah, yeah, that'd be all right. Um, then you got the two animated short treks. Oh, that you mentioned these. Uh, yeah, Ephraim and Dot. Oh, that, no wonder it's Tom and Jerry esque. Okay. Yeah. The, yep. All right. I was thinking live action for some reason. In my head. Oh no. Yeah. No, they had, yeah. One computer animation, then one cell animation. But I haven't I haven't watched either of them yet. Nice. From the, from the new batch. And then uh, Picard pre-release showing January thirteenth at a red carpet premiere in L.A. Uh, I'll bet you see most of the TNG cast there uh, invited. To yeah, see that, I probably so. Which would be super cool. Just everybody yeah. sitting around. Lavar Burton could wear his visor. Harder to see the movie if you wear your visor. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you go see, maybe they should make the 3D version of uh, the TV show, and you have to wear Geordi visors to, yeah. uh, to be able to see it. I'd be into that. Uh, tell me about this uh, Star Trek set attraction in Ticonderoga, New York, to expand yeah, to next generation. They have a whole set layout, all the sets as they were laid out at Paramount yeah. of the TOS sets. And they're and they give tours of that. William Shatner is going to show up there in a couple months and charge a thousand dollars or something. Of course. But <laughs> uh, they are now expanding it, and they bought the building next door, and they're going to do the same thing with the next generation sets. Nice. Did they get any of that stuff from uh, the the Hilt- Las Vegas Hilton <laughs> the next generation stuff? Uh- <laughs> I know a lot of that is owned by somebody. Uh, I think in California. Oh man! But I don't think I don't. I don't know. It bums, that bums me out. That was one of my favorite things in Vegas. It bums me out. It doesn't exist there anymore. It was so well done. Yeah, and it gives you, you no reason. That stuff just sitting in a dumpster. Somewhere. Yeah. Oh, but it, it exists now. It was it, saved from the dumpster. So. There's no reason yeah. to go to the Hilton ever again. No. Why even no, unless go you want to? Yeah. Unless you want to sit in a, uh, in a timeshare sales pitch for an hour, still on the. Uh, promenade deck from Deep Space Nine, which is yeah. really bizarre. Yeah, I don't like that. That's very, very dumb. But uh, whatever. The, the CES happening this week, and that used to be one of the excuses people would use to like enjoy their time at the Hilton at CES because they had that awesome Star Trek thing, and they don't do it anymore, and that bums me out. No. Vegas is yeah. a perfect, perfect place for this. We've talked about that big replica totally. casino they were going to build at one point. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Enterprise casino. Uh, whatever. Maybe it doesn't jive with uh, the utopic future of Star Trek that everybody's gambling in the middle of the <laughs> ship and stuff. You know what I mean? Maybe right. that's Well, it. they had they they visited that one casino in, in TNG. Oh, sure. Oh, right. We're... Um, it was like a if you went outside, it was just like blackness or whatever. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah, and everything was on a they they had red uh, like an old Raymond Chandler Maltese uh, yes. Falcon style novel, and so the whole thing was based on. And it know, was the book yeah. that the old astronaut had, whose body was upstairs laying in a bed. 
That's what it yeah, was. Yeah. yeah. It's actually a Good really point. cool concept, but man, it's a cheesy yeah. episode. I yes. watched it again not that long ago. It's better than you remember. Is it okay? Oh, the yeah. Royale. Yeah, it's called the Royale. That's oh, it. yeah. Yep. With, with cheese. <laughs> Trims and Neon says it's the worst episode. Oh, contraire. Oh, have you not yes, seen? Yeah. Oh, no. Have you not seen exactly. that? Crushers, Crushers, Grandpa Dreams or Uncle Dreams or whatever they are. <laughs> yeah, what were they? I think they were Grandma. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. candle one. Yeah, they, what's it called? Ah. Yeah. But, oh. uh, post, no. Chimera. <laughs> Space oh, Sub Rosa. Oh, no. Sub Rosa. Sub Rosa. Yeah. Sub Rosa. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so shitty, you guys. It's the oh, worst so thing. bad. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, Ashley Judd playing Rods and Cones or whatever it is. That's another bad one. I, again, it's a concept I like. The execution's super bad. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I love the idea of, the sh- of everybody on the ship getting completely hooked on something mm-hmm. and then. You know, you got to. <laughs> it's so dumb. The thing. It really like, is dumb. Oh my god! I'm catching a Pokemon Go in ten forward. There's there's Pikachu's running all over. Let's catch them all. Yeah. If, if that you would read, be better. Actually. If you redid that today, it would be better. But I don't know. Right. Star Trek. I always like this about Star Trek, though. They're willing to to explore ideas, even if the budget only allows for a cheesy mm-hmm. version of that idea. But I still mm-hmm. like that they explored it. You know, that's like like a thing I want them to do. So hopefully we get some of that in Picard, and it's not just action all the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. There's your uh, man. Big catch up on the Star Trek news since we haven't had you on in a while, Daryl. Uh, anything else going on in your life you want people to know about? Uh, I'm making a a different phaser. Ooh, cool. You have pictures yet? You got anything? Always done. Based on which which generation? TNG, uh, third season. Really. Oh, cool. I want to see. Are you actually, 3D printing this business? Or are you? Um... Yes. Yes. Nice. Ooh, I have a. I have a it it I have can a, be seen on Twitter. I have a clip of Daryl while he's working on it. Hold on. Oh, poo. That sounds hard. Yeah, he's having a hard time. <laughs> That's him in uh, Sculptress 5 uh, working on the shape of the phaser. Yeah. Oh, Daryl, I don't want to freak you out or anything. But Jamie, TMS Mashups Jamie came to me like late last week and said, hey, can I get a zipped up. Uh, copy of all the daryl clips <laughs> not to worry or anything <laughs> yeah so, oh no that should be fun yeah so yeah. i gave him a grand total including you singing at nerdtacular oh, um yeah. i gave singing yes, with quotes quote in the air singing yeah. i gave him a total of 63 files so we'll oh, see what wow. he does with those was that a 45-minute rendition of uh, 1940 or 1930, I mean? I don't know, but that phone ringing sounds like 1930. What's that about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't you guys, you guys have regular phones? or what's? It's like well, a... we're actually on the holodeck, and that's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that Detective Hills, yeah. uh, Dixon Hills Dixon uh, Hill. phone? Wow. Don't listen to him, Gloria. Just answer the phone. <laughs> exactly. Listen to him. That's Gloria's phone. Don't listen to him, Gloria. He's lying. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> All right, Daryl Skeels, everybody, the Trek nerd on Twitter, and he's on a show called This Week in Trek at thisweekintrek.com. If this is not enough uh, Trek talk, you can get more there. Uh, Daryl, have a fantastic day, and Gaga, Gaga, Gaga. Gaga. first Gaga, Gaga of 2020. Nice. Gaga, Gaga. Nice. Feels, like, feels like now the year can start, officially. Yep. We've got, we've got exactly what we need. Yep. No longer are we held back by the <sighs> lack of a Gaga, Gaga. All right. Uh, we have a mashup. Late late entry. He sent me a message late last night saying this was ready. Uh, this cool. is called Shawshack. 
Uh, okay. So only one can tell what's in this, but I'm going to play it now. This is from Jamie, TMS Mashups, a.k.a. Uh, at TMS Mashups on Twitter. He also has a cool little Patreon running over at uh, patreon.com slash TMS Mashups. Here it is. Shift Boobies 2020. <laughs> 2020, the year we have an areola problem. That's right. We have a serious areola problem. Shit on me! I used to know vagina. <laughs> Maybe he's got so a little bit of a penis fish generator. I'm going to drop some penis fish. Penis on fish. The east coast. Penis fish. Grab me by the peen and never let go. <laughs> gonna buy socks and gonna buy shoes. Gonna buy. <laughs> I might need some toothpaste while I'm here. Hi, <laughs> hot dog on a stick. I'm naked. Is that what it's supposed to look like? Yeah. yeah. What is that? An it's... apple. <laughs> Like, if you are a hairy, hairy, hairy person. Hairy, people with lots of wrinkles. Hairy, hairy, people with lots of wrinkles. You're a wizard, Harry, Harry. Harry. <laughs> <laughs> stuck another one in. Why not? Get it in there. Nine and a half inches. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. And that's just partial. <laughs> that's just right now. That's just the tip. <laughs> um, Pokemon Destiny D. Deoxy, deoxys. Yeah, oh, come nice. up to my hotel room and I'll uh, we'll take a look at your resume. <laughs> like, oh, oh no, my robe fell open. Uh, <laughs> oh, what have I done? Oh well, I guess we'll just have full view of my man unit. Oh look, yeah. he's like a little redheaded little ginger man. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a little leprechaun. <laughs> He's creating a new butter dispenser. Oh my gosh, look at the butter and the way the butter comes out. You just squeeze it. This is the best gadget ever. This is the only gadget I use from now on. Gadget. <laughs> is there a talent? Sorry, is there a... T I can't read that. Tatiana. Oh, my brain just farted on it. Eminem has a tiny penis. Uh, but that wasn't really her. I her. don't want a lot for Christmas. There's just one thing I need. Is a, is a bigger penis than Eminem can possibly be. Right, exactly. Uh, Hi, my name is what? My name is what? My name is Flicka Flicka Slim Tiny. Slim Tiny. Tiny Wiener. Wicka Wicka. Is that the one where he snorts coke from a bum hole? Black or no? Backed up like a douche. What is it? I'm backed up, backed like, up a like a douche in the mother baby. <laughs> Lincoln or Shawshank Redemption, Shawshank Redemption, or or the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, Shawshank Redemption was fantastic. <laughs> Shawshank, baby, Shawshank, <laughs> hugging and a kissing, dancing and a loving. It's all happening in the basement of the Shawshank. There you go. <laughs> oh, you know what? It just hit me. The basement reference. Yes. Yeah, duh. Oh. That's right. Where We're Andy the, Dufresne gets the got the shoving and the hugging. Yeah, him. exactly. Yeah, lots of loving and a hugging. Damn it! <laughs> I heard when you said it at the time, I was like, "Oh, that's just funny because it rhymes." Now it's even better. All <laughs> Good. Right. You know, I like I like these uh, these jokes that kind of take a second a second listen to settle mm -hmm. in. Well, if it wasn't for Jamie, I'd never gotten it. So thanks, Jamie. Right. You've done a great service today. Thank you all for being here and listening to the show. We appreciate it. We got a full week of content for you. Tomorrow, the regular old Tuesday business happens straight up through Thursday. And then, of course, TMSPM on Friday. Uh, so welcome to the new year and welcome to the same team TMS in the new year. Uh, you want to support the show? It's easy to do. Patreon.com slash TMS. Great time to do it. Make that uh, one of your goals in 2020 to support the content creators you love the most. And if we're one of those. Uh, over there, patreon.com slash TMS would be a great place and, for your dollar. And if you're worried that it's too difficult to do, it's so easy. Patreon.com slash TMS. 
and then just click a button and you're you're supporting the show super easy you don't have to like go through a bunch of hoops and steps and everything like that just uh click 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 and you're done yep that makes you a potential player in our upcoming play dates yes. which uh, we have planned for a now monthly experience here on the show so right some saturday in january uh that we need to figure out oh right yes yeah, it's, it's it's a saturday month so uh right. gotta remember that uh, anyway, so that's all coming up sometime this month. We'll let you know. Frogpants.com slash TMS for details on everything else. Uh, you're looking for old shows on an older feed. That's up there, too. A lot of people don't know that's there. It's there. It goes all the way back to episode one. Uh, it's just huge. It's like six gig or six megabytes. It's six megabytes. On, but it may not sound a lot uh, or very big to people in 2020. However, uh, that's a lot when you add up the bandwidth when 30,000 people download it in one day. So that's why we have two feeds. So head on over there and grab it if you want the old stuff. Otherwise, there are 200 episodes on the current feed for you listening at home. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, Brian, do you want to play a song, please? I do. Martin McEnutty wrote in and said, looking for a cover of Creep by Radiohead that you like. Uh, he says, I like the version personally by Daniela Andrade. or Andrade. Uh, but I use Pocket Cast to listen to my podcast, and I have them sped up. 1.2 times not a big thing but wonder how much of the indie in the middle and songs at the end i would have a different opinion about if they were played at normal speed love the show any chance at a google come from daryl <laughs> what a weird one to pick all right it is a really weird one yes and i i like uh translated from his description <laughs> i think i have it google no that's not it i know i i, I google it no hold on damn it daryl and Google. Oh, there I found it because I spelled it Googling. So ah. here it is. Googling. <laughs> so that is that is a great Daryl clip right there. Yeah, it sounds like he's dropping something or something bit him on the right. butt or something happened. It sounds like a spoon falling down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. So uh, yes, Daniela Andrade or Andrade. I don't know how her last name is pronounced, but her first name is pronounced Daniela. I feel really good about that. In 2013, she released an album full of covers. It was her first volume of covers, so she called it Covers Volume One. Whew, good, good, good naming right there. On there, you'll find her copy or her version, her cover of Creep by Radiohead, a song that just you know nobody ever covers. Surprisingly, you don't find a lot of covers of this song. Just kidding. Everybody covers Creep. Uh, here's her cover of Creep. It's really, really good. Going out to Martin McElnutty. Is it the most covered McNulty. song? McNulty. Oh, McNulty. All right. Is it, a, is, it a mo is it the most covered uh, song? Is Creep? See, they say that Yesterday is um, by the Beatles is the most covered song ever, but that, that statistic is years old. Mm. Um, I've, got a, I've got like 90 covers of In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. I've got probably close to that of I Fought the Law. Oh, wow. I'd say probably only 30 covers of Creep in my library. Okay. So Still up, um, up there, but not the, certainly not the most. All right. Yeah, I'd be curious to see. I think, I think in my library, In Your Eyes is the most covered song. Well, that's that's only right and good because that's an amazing song and should be covered. It is amazing. totally true. Uh, well, uh, thank you all for being here, Peter Gabriel. If you're listening, you're welcome. Uh, that's it <laughs> for the show. Thank you all for being here. We will see you tomorrow. Until then, take the care. You were here before. Couldn't look you in the eye. You look like an angel.
show is part of the frog pants network frog pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com well joy like clubs a movie about a bunch of asian ladies <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>